As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is March 12th, 2019. The day was March 12, 1930. Mohandas Gandhi, an Indian activist who practiced nonviolent civil disobedience, left his ashram at Sabarmanti, near the city of Ahmedabad, India. He was headed some 240 miles, or 386 kilometers, away to a town named Dandi on the Arabian Sea. The plan was to protest Britain's Salt Act of 1882, which forced Indians to buy salt from Britain, which charged a hefty salt tax. Gandhi and the dozens of followers that went on the salt march with him would do so by making salt from seawater when they got to Dandi in an act of civil disobedience. The act spread across India, with millions of people joining. But it was only the beginning of a larger campaign of civil disobedience, or Satyagraha. In 1930, India was under British rule. Salt production and distribution in India raked in a lot of cash for Britain, so Britain prohibited Indians from producing or selling the mineral independently. Britain itself no longer had a salt tax, as it had abolished it when the Industrial Revolution made the mineral valuable. But Britain still imposed a salt tax on its colonies. And since salt was an important staple of the Indian diet, Indians often had to buy expensive, often imported salt. 
The tax affected most Indians, particularly the poor. And as oppressive taxes are wont to do, the salt tax incited protests in India during the 19th and 20th centuries. By 1930, Gandhi had been leading campaigns of passive resistance for more than two decades. Gandhi recognized how repressive the salt tax was, so he believed that leading a demonstration in defiance of the tax would be an effective act of civil disobedience. He wrote an open letter to the Viceroy of India, Lord Irwin, asking the Viceroy to strike down the salt tax. In the letter, he also announced his plan to trek to the sea to protest the tax. Irwin, of course, did not approve of Gandhi's demonstration and said it would be against the law and disturb the peace. Nevertheless, Gandhi and 78 followers started marching toward Gandhi on March 12th. As they progressed, more people joined the group. Along the way, Gandhi stopped in villages to exhort officials to resign and to encourage people to practice nonviolence. The marchers covered anywhere from 10 to 15 miles a day, and they reached Gandhi in 24 days on April 5th. By this time, the crowd was tens of thousands of people deep. On the morning of April 6th, Gandhi led prayers and people began picking up salt along the shore of the sea, breaking the law. Indian nationalists in the coastal cities of Mumbai and Karachi joined the protest. No one was arrested that day. But as the Satyagraha continued, more Indians proceeded to break salt laws using civil disobedience. Freedom fighter Jawaharlal Nehru, who would later become the first prime minister of India, was arrested in April. And Gandhi himself was arrested in May after he told Lord Irwin that he planned a nonviolent raid on the Darasana Salt Works in Gujarat. But his arrest on May 5th only inspired thousands more people to join the protest. On May 21st, Abbas Tayabji led the Salt Works march with his wife Kasturba. But when they were arrested, poet and freedom fighter Sarajini Nadu and scholar Maulana Abul Kalam Azad took charge. The march turned violent, with hundreds of British-led Indian police beating the demonstrators. By the end of the Satyagraha, around 60,000 people had been jailed. Gandhi was released from detention in January 1931, and soon a truce was declared. He met with Lord Irwin and signed the Gandhi-Irwin Pact in March, agreeing to end the campaign while Irwin agreed to release people who had been imprisoned and to allow Indians living on the coast to make salt from the sea for domestic use. And in August, Gandhi represented the Nationalist Indian National Congress at the second session of the Roundtable Conference in London. The British Raj still had a monopoly over salt, and India didn't gain its independence until 1947, but even though the Satyagraha didn't immediately produce any major political gains, the Salt March affected Indian resistance to British rule and had an impact on the civil rights leadership of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm Eves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And here's an additional note. I know I just mentioned the impact that Gandhi had on the leadership of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but there is some controversy surrounding Gandhi's life and his philosophy. 
A book called The South African Gandhi, Stretcher Bearer of Empire, that was released in 2015, detailed Gandhi's writings on Black Africans, whom he often described in a derogatory or inferior manner. The authors argued that our fond remembrance of Gandhi is the result of a kind of rebranding that Gandhi went through. So if you have any comments or thoughts or insight on that, feel free to leave us a note on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you here again tomorrow. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.